Beware Spoilers, I am Adam. We are here to discuss Pac-Man World Repack. Uh, the latest remaster from Banco Nam- uh, Namco Bandai, wow, um, for Pac-Man World 1. I believe it originally came out for the PlayStation 1 back in early 2000s, I want to say. Um... I don't remember with 100% certainty. I played Pac-Man World 2. I can say that. Definitive, you know, with, you know, definitive, you know, that that I did. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, with this one, I, I have no real background for it. I was like, okay, so we will, I'll sit down, I'll play the game, hopefully I'll enjoy the game, and then we'll see from here, you know what we'd have going on. Um, and only having Pac-Man World 2 at the frame of reference, I think I'm kind of, like, I'm looking at it through a lens of, okay, so these were the quality of life improvements that were obviously made between Game 1 and Game 2, um, and therefore we get to see, you know, uh, kind of a step back to an extent. I didn't play Pac-Man World 3 either for that matter. But, it is kind of a step back in between, you know, going back that way. But it's not the game's fault in that regard. Uh, that's that's me for having not played this game. And then playing two after. I played two first and then went back. It's kind of the same for, for anyone who played Kingdom Hearts 2 and then went back and played Kingdom Hearts. Which, again, I did. Um, because I got Kingdom Hearts 2 as a gift. And then went back and played the first one after. And it's like the, the, the difference in... UI and in strength and in general systems involved in the game around leveling and, and shit like that. It, it's just such a, a catastrophic or a, a, a gigantic difference between them that you're like, all right, that's a huge. It's a huge improvement. Um, now, looking at what this game is, it's your Pac-Man. You're on an island and you have to play through all these levels to eventually fight Top-Man. Um, and then, you know, beat him. Um, with a remaster, what you don't see a lot of is changing what probably is similar gameplay to the original. Um, and I would say that looking at what the original, what this game is compared to the original, it's very side-scrolly, and I would say the game is too easy maybe, um, to an annoying degree, like, as a, as a player, I want some challenge to it, and when I say I want challenge in a game, I don't mean I want artificial difficulty created by, um, having to jump, par, uh, vertically, or not vertically, but like, you know, up and down instead of left to right, um, along the, along the y-axis, um, over lava, where it's like, alright, I gotta be careful of what I'm doing here, because if I'm not careful, I'll end up falling into this lava and dying. Um, and then, I, if I remember correctly, in, in World 2, it's not just... Wow. It's not just that, you know, th- there was this... I think I just witnessed someone do something in a parking lot to someone else, and then the second person peel out and, and, you know, and, and chase them, and then 
cut me off and almost hit me with their car um, as I'm driving. So, yeah, that was cool. Um, like, in 2, if you fall into the lava, it's not instant death. You get that, you know, you get that moment where you can, like, not recover, but you can get back up and, uh, what are you doing? Um, you can get back up and kind of get a, an opportunity to, to rectify the situation um, without being instantly dead. Uh, the system to get extra lives is way too um, easy. And I would say it does take away from some of the challenge. After the first few levels, if you're playing the game properly, you probably will not run into an issue where you are, um, what's that, where you are at risk of actually dying. Like, there's no risk after a certain point of getting game over, because you'll have so many lives accumulated. Um, because of how the camera is, there's a lot of trial and error trying to find everything, and the game is larger collect-a-thon. The point is to collect everything in the game, um, and then move on from there, um, with everything collected. And I think that there's very little challenge that goes into collecting things. I think there are, like, two levels that I didn't do it my first try through. Um, where it's like, one, or, well, hang on, there were three, where it was like, one of them is unlocking, two of them were unlocking mazes, because the mazes are, um, what's the word I'm looking for, hidden, um, behind these very rudimentary puzzles, you have to go find a fruit, come back to the door, open the door, and get behind it, and to get into the mazes, you have to get the Galaga, or Galaxian, um, collect that, go back in the open, you'll find a maze in there, and you can do, like, a traditional Pac-Man maze, um, this did return in Pac-Man World 2, um, but it was a full Pac-Man maze, not a miniature version, um, and there were three of them that I needed to, or two of them that I needed to go back and get it a second time, because I was not expecting there to be field hazards in these, um, one of them that I had to go back and do had, uh, lava that was shooting rocks out of this lava pool and it could land on you. And the other one had um, spinning fire heads and you have to like avoid that or, or shooting fire. So on top of avoiding the ghost, you have to do that. But it's not a difficult mode or anything. It's pretty easy to, to rectify and get through. Um, what else was there? Um, yeah, I think my only thing with the game is that it's way too short. I, I don't think it's... I think that this is the issue we're going to run into as we get more and more remasters of older games. Is that the price point for these older games is a lot lower than the price point for uh, modern games. Not a lot lower, that's the wrong word. What I mean is, when we compare what you are getting in, say, this game compared to other games of the era, you were getting a lot more... You were getting about the same as other games, the amount, same amount of enjoyment, same amount of time playing it, and all of that. Going back now, and playing it now, at $40, or 30, I paid 30 for it, on, I got it on, um, on, on PC. Going back now, I don't think that it's a $40, uh, $30 game, because it is tremendously short. And if I paid $30 for, for an indie game, and it was this short, I would have been disappointed. Um, 
or if I like, they, I just don't think there's enough content in this game to warrant this price tag. Um, and, and I think that that's kind of a fundamental issue that we're encountering with these, uh, what's called with porting these older games and moving them into this into this new method of of of, um, of playing them. Is that if I'm going to pay this price, I'm expecting a certain amount. And it's not like the game is difficult enough. It took me a f three tries on the final boss, but it very much is trial and error. And then, like you have to, like when we get to, we get to the third part uh, where you're where you're fighting the giant version of Top Man, um, I figured out that when I did it the third time, because I'm trying to like rev run into his feet to knock him over, but it's like, oh no, you don't have to do that. You can just do the butt bounce over and over and over again. And it's pretty easy once you get to that part. Um, there was another boss at the beginning. Like, the bosses take a few tries, but it, from what I've found, it's not because the bosses are particularly hard. It's that the screen is overflowing with bullshit that you have to work through and figure out what's going on around you. Um, like, the, the first one that gave me an issue was the, the one in the ruins area where you have this giant, I think it was a giant gorilla, that you have to... Like, he has a heart that you can, you know, hit, um, you can, you know, rev run into, but you have to, um, get the shield down. To get the shield down, you have to do the rev run on the, um, which I think is the name of it. I don't remember what the exact name of it, but you run in place to get a good, you know, go get going on a good clip. Um, you can, you do that on these little panels that cause the, uh, that, that make the shield go down. But while you're doing that, you're kind of locked onto the panel and you got to avoid being killed by this giant gorilla. It's not exactly the easiest thing to do. Um, and, and, and on top of that, it's like, well, if you have these other things spawning that are going to try to kill you, at one point the gorilla starts shooting lasers at you. There are, um, like, he, he'll, he'll, he'll throw flaming balls of shit at you and, he'll, and it's, it's just a, a lot to get around. The one in the factory area, which is a giant robot, and and I'll say this: all of the designs for all of these these bosses are all the, the designs are all are all fantastic. I love all the designs. Um, this robot is great too, and it's just you're on this conveyor belt thing, and it's just frustrating because to, when you go to attack it, you need to get the, the metal orb to become metal Pac-Man, and then you have to get onto this platform, and you have to you know. You're going to be using the rev run a lot in, in the boss battles. You're going to do that to hit them. But there's also these magnet things in the ceiling that will pick you up and you have to get yourself free of. And it's like, all right, well, the amount of time you're in the metal ball is so short that it doesn't always work properly. Um, it's not like Kingdom Hearts 2 um, with the frame rate issue with uh, with uh, fighting Saix where it's like, you know... Um, the, the, the meters in the game are tied to frame rate, so second, setting it to a 60 frames per second uh, destroyed that boss and had to patch it. Um, it. It is, this is more like, you know, the amount of time that you are in the ball um, there is kind of annoying because it, it also doesn't spawn, spawn the treasure chest that gives you the ball as often as it should. Um, not as often as it should, but often enough to make it not like fuck, man, I get back down, and then it's like, do I, do I want to just sit here and get through this, or should I 
like just jump off the, the edge and then start it over again because they're only sitting there for a while waiting for it to come back. And then as you're doing it, it's like there are these explosive boxes everywhere and they're being picked up and dropped and he's throwing shit at you and shooting lasers at you and it's it's a clusterfuck going on, on the screen and it's like you, it, it requires not just the ability to you know to play the game but also a fair amount of luck to actually get past that. Um, what else was there with this game that's worth addressing? Um, yeah, there's not enough worlds. But again, if they're just straight porting, then I, I, I can't really fault this game with that, considering we're holding it to today's standards. But if that's the case, don't charge this much money for it. Um, I know Pac-Man World 2 had a ton more levels and a ton more collectibles, and it was a lot clearer what you were collecting and all of that. Yeah, I guess you know, the game could have been better executed and more modernized. And I think that that's the thing. If we're going to do a straight remaster and not just port the game as it was onto, say, PlayStation Plus, um, whatever the hell they call it, or uh, Xbox Game Pass, or anything like that, modernize some aspects of it. Don't just be like, here's the base game exactly as it was. Have fun. Um... And I feel like the whole thing with the magic key um, is such a pointless thing um, for, for playing the game. Because um, by the time you get it, you've beaten the game already. Like, I, I don't understand why that was added into the mechanic that you can get that late in the game. Although, I mean, it, it's one of those things where like, it makes sense. Because like, on the one hand, you can get... What's it called? You can get... Like, you get the magic key, and you're like, alright, cool, I can open up any door, I can get into that. You don't want that too soon, because it does defeat a lot of the, what you're doing in the game. But by the time you get to the end of the game, it's like, well, I'm not going to go through and play these levels again. So, what's the point? I have everything. Like, that's the thing. Um, oh, and then the other level I have to go back through and do the second time was, there's one of the levels in the factory, I think it was, where... Um, you have to blindly jump down a hole at one point that's pretty wide. It's not like you're jumping down a hole and it's like this little narrow, like, tunnel. It's you're jumping down a pretty gaping, like, maw of a hole. Um, and when you get in that hole is the sea in Pac-Man. So you can't get back up to get it. So if you jump down and miss it, you just gotta do the whole level over again to get it. So I had to redo that one because I didn't know it was down there until I passed it. And I'm like, oh, shit, there it is. Then I tried to get back up, and you can't jump high enough to get back up. Um, so that, that was a cool discovery. Too little, too late. Um, I think that just about covers it, though. I mean, the game is fun. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the game's not fun. I'm saying that it's hard to justify paying $40 or $30 for this game at this juncture. Um, maybe maybe had they did both pack had they done the trilogy one two and three um maybe you could justify a 60 dollars price tag for all three but i think just for this one charging 40 uh, 30 is not great i keep saying 40 i don't know why it's just i paid 32 so i'm rounding it up in my head um it, it's hard to justify paying that much money for this game at this point with how little is actually in it Back when the game originally came out, it made sense, and you were able to sell it, because it was like this was standard in terms of the amount of content that was in a PlayStation 1 game, 
And look, don't give me that bullshit where it's like, yeah, there were games that did more than this, or there were games that did less than this, and we made more for. But it's like, by and large, it's about the same amount of content you got in a PlayStation 1 game. Um, that said, I beat the game in about five hours, six hours, and not beat the game, but, you know, I beat the game uh, to 100%. Um, in about six hours, it's not a, it's not a deep experience that's gonna, that seems worth the time to spend that much money on it. Um, but, if you want to go out and buy it, it is available now for Switch, PS4, PS5, probably PS5 too, it's for Xbox, it's for PC, it's however you play games, it's not on your phone, you can pick up this one, um, and it is included in whatever it is. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So we'll wrap up there for today um, with Pac-Man World Repack. Um, and I, I, uh, I think, I don't know what the next game is going to be off the top of my head. Um, I have to look at what else I have. You know what I'm going to do? I think I'm going to, well, I'm definitely doing the Retron SQ HD. That'll be tomorrow morning. I'll report that. Um, or this evening. No, I'm doing, I'm going, I'm on, I'm, I'm, as I'm recording this, I'm driving to the movie theater to see 3,000 Years of Longing, um, and I, uh, tomorrow morning I might do the Retron SQ, um, and then also, I want to look at this game Movietopia, I think it's called, it just came out, or they've released a demo as part of Gamescom, um, pretty interesting game, and I think it speaks volumes about the difference between the game and the movie industry, I'll talk about that a little bit more, um, later today or tomorrow uh, but until then 